What's happening, friends? Welcome to Thursday's show. Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. Coming up, common things we're doing. We don't even know we're doing, and it's making us look a lot older. We don't want to look. It's fine if you get older, but not older than you should look. We're making all these mistakes. I will read you that coming up in a bit. I love when I walk in here and I look at the phone screen and we're just flush of callers. Already, huh? As soon as we go on the air. I love it. Let's go over and talk to Michelle in Virginia. Michelle, good morning. Welcome to the show. Good morning, Bobby. Good morning, studio. Morning. morning. I have a question for you. I'm actually on a road trip. I'm traveling from Florida to the Adirondack Mountains in New York, and I was wondering if you had any good recommendations for Audible books. Yeah, Bare Bones <laughs> by me, Bobby Bones. And then when you're done with that, because I don't want it to be too much about me, Fail Until You Don't by Bobby Bones. Do you read Bare Bones too? I read, I read both of them. Okay, yeah, they're know. both his voice. Got it. And then Amy does some of the second one with me. Yeah, I have a cameo. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even pay 35 bucks like Ray does for his. <laughs> yeah! Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, it just is, is to your liking of what kind of books you like to read. I, I, I don't like fiction books. I feel like if I'm reading, I should be learning something, which sometimes makes my reading experience not that enjoyable. Right. But, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm more of a nonfiction type guy. Do you want to give her some recommendations? Well, I'm looking through my list right now of my what I'm listening to, and they're all heavy therapeutic stuff. So that would be Like so, what? Um, well, <clears throat> The Body Keeps the Score, Codependent No More. <laughs> I mean, that sounds good. Maybe you should talk to someone. Yeah. Oh, you know what's a good one that was really helpful? I like we're learning about you right now oh. with all your books, though. Like, she may not read these, but these are, these are about you. Really liked The Obstacle is the Way. Fantastic. Like, one of my a, favorite books ever. Mm-hmm. So that would and be— And it's a quick read. It's a, it's pretty quick. Um, And then—but I think—oh, I am a Lala, but that's for my daughter's seventh grade project. <laughs> so um, I think—I love any, like—you uh, can just go and look up, uh, like, a John Grisham type thing if you like a more of a suspenseful— mm-hmm situation but if hunger games is always good if you never listened to that or read that that that's entertaining it's hard it's like when someone goes hey tell me a movie to watch well who are you yeah don't know what anything. do you like mm-hmm. so i was i go back to bare bones waking the tiger it's another one for your mental health <laughs> oh <laughs> michelle i think we learned more about amy this segment than uh, helped you but i appreciate you calling <laughs> thank you all right bye-bye uh let's go over to Crystal, who is in Tennessee. Hi, Crystal. How are you? Uh, yes, I was just wondering. I live in Tennessee, and are the Raging Idiots, do they do any shows in Tennessee? Let me ask them. Uh, we, we're not right now. We're not no. doing a lot of shows this year. We have not two right festivals now. that we're doing, September festivals in Wichita, and then in uh, it's Texas, Central Texas. We have a couple shows that we didn't get to do before pandemic we're making mm-hmm. up. Other than that, that's all we're doing right now, so not yet. But I'm telling you, we we may win an a CMA or an ACM for a certain song we did. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. do you know In about what this? category? They do. You know how they do the uh, musician awards? Yes. Like best guitar player, best banjo player. In our song Fanny Pack, hear me now. But I do a zipper solo mm-hmm. that hasn't been given the respect it deserves. What is zipper? It's a it's zipper. This, this whole song's about having a fanny pack. I know. So you just so you in, playing in the, the zipper, zipper soul, of the I'm fanny pack. That's probably never been done before. Right. And how this doesn't win a CMA, I don't know. Would you like to hear some of a fanny pack? Yes. This song is about well, fanny packs. <laughs> so deep. <laughs> it is. And well, it's a very short song. We'll play some of it here, but listen for the zipper solo. With a lot to do, but my pants didn't have enough pocket room. I got my keys, my phone, my chapstick too. Good thing I got a pouch like a kangaroo. Fanny pack, 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 fanny pack
song no is a zipper solo yeah if we're not recognized by the acms or cmas for the first ever zipper solo on a song i'm out of this town. oh you just move out yeah. i'm out of this Quit. oh boy show me another show me a charlie warsham playing the zipper solo can't. can't anyway thank you for that question crystal it's that time of the morning let's dip into the mailbag you send an email and we read it on the air it's something we call bobby's mailbag yeah hello Bobby Bones. I'm three months pregnant with my second child. We just found out we're having a girl. My firstborn is a boy named Lincoln. Link for short. I actually got the idea from Amy. Yeah, I was about to say. I love that. While we only just found out we're having a girl, I feel like we've gone through so many names and nothing is sitting right with me yet. I wanted to see if there's any names that you guys wouldn't share for us to name our kid. I've made suggestions, as in show member names, but my husband isn't going for any of them. He's not a fan like I am. Thanks so much from a loyal podcast listener, Jen. You get one name to recommend to her. Yeah. Oh. This is good. One name and one name only. It's a girl name. What do you recommend? Amy. <laughs> um, I guess she already ran Amy by him, maybe. Because she said she she suggested people from the show. I I really like the name Emma. Like, I would do like that. Like friends. If, yes, probably. Well, maybe that's why I like it so much, but I think it's such a cute name. You know what name I like? And what? it's not a cool hipster name. I, I like Taylor for a girl. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Taylor's great. So cute. And I didn't really think about Taylor Swift till I said that, but I think Taylor's cool for a girl. It's also cool for a guy. Mm-hmm. And what, what can you make fun of for the name Taylor? I think about that, too. I say a bunch of names. Taylor. Taylor uh, taming Taylor. Taylor. Yeah, you know? It's really. hard. It's hard to find something to make fun of Taylor about with her name. Eddie? So I was blessed with four boys in my life, so I never got to name a girl. But I always said, if we were going to name a girl, we were going to call her Fiona. As in Fiona Apple. A Fiona Ooh. Apple. Fiona from Shrek. Oh, Whatever. That's Fiona, <laughs> that's yeah. like, I love Shrek. the name Fiona. Lunchbox? Well, in first grade, the girl sat next to me. Her name was Candy. And I thought that was a great <laughs> name. And I always thought... Man, that's a good girl name. Can I say this, Jen? Don't name your kid Candy. No. <laughs> Although Candace is cool. I do like Candace. Her name was Candy. But you're going straight Candy. Candy. Right. And I thought that was a cool name. Yeah. Raymundo, you want to suggest a name? Yeah, I've always thought, and I've even been talking to Bay about it a little bit. Guy or girl, I love the name Dansby. What? It's unique. I haven't met a lot of girls with Dansby. It is, it is unique. Have you like, ever met you know, one I've been, girl? I've, I've been thinking about the name Hippopotamus. It's unique. <laughs> yes, it is. It is very unique. Dansby. Okay. Yeah. I've never heard, met a... Heard of anyone named Dansby, period. There is a Major League Baseball player with that name, and that might be the only one, but I read it in a book somewhere, and I just thought it was so neat and unique. 
You read a book? <laughs> <laughs> Morgan, what about you? I would suggest one of my middle names because I really like it. It's Lane, L-A-Y-N-E, and I have always adored that name. I wish it was my name. I think Bobby with an I is great. Mm-hmm. Maybe you didn't run that biome as a... <laughs> as a, yeah, show name. Uh. B-O-B-B-I. All right, that's our suggestions. Scuba Steve, do you have one? I like Claire. Claire's kind of nice. Pretty, pretty beautiful. Kind of nice. <laughs> he's like, kind of beautiful. he's like, Claire's kind of nice. It's somewhat beautiful. Uh. <laughs> All right, Jen, we hope that helps. Thank you for emailing us. Close up the mailbag. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. Bobby Bonchamp. The latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan number two's 30 Second Skinny. Kelsey Ballerini is headed out on tour with the Jonas Brothers. The Remember This Tour kicks off in Las Vegas in August. Tickets go on sale May 27th. Sam Hunt talked about writing his latest song, Breaking Up, was easy in the 90s. My buddy Josh Osborne called me one afternoon when I was driving home from Nashville, and he's, he called me and said, I had this idea, break, I bet Breaking Up was easy in the 90s. He said, I feel like it sounds like you, and I was like, man, I love it. Let's write that. Fast forward several months, and I would put Breaking Up Was Easy in the 90s on the track list before we even wrote the song. So I knew I had to get it right. Lady A is headed out on tour starting in July. They announced the What a Song Can Do tour with special guests Carly Pierce, Nico Moon, and Tennille Arts. Tickets go on sale May 28th. I'm Morgan number two. That's your skinny. Come on. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. Brandon Bear is an ex-NFL player. He's in Idaho last week when he sees a semi, boom, get hit by a train. And the driver is pinned in the semi. And he's like, what am I going to do? I got to go get the guy. So he goes, boom, boom, punches out a window, crawls in. The guy undoes his seatbelt. And then him and the driver work. And they break the steering wheel because he can't get out because he's so crunched up. Break the steering wheel off and pull the guy out. Seconds later, cab fully in flames. Wow. That's amazing. Like a movie? Just like a movie. I mean, I didn't know you could break a steering wheel off. And luckily, he was there because I don't think anyone like you, me, Lunchbox could break a steering wheel. Hey, don't put me in this, bud. Oh. (laughs) I've been doing that. I'm going to tell you. I've been doing a little bit of curls on the Peloton. Okay, well, maybe you just pull that steering wheel right out. Uh, I don't want (laughs) to put me in that mix. You want to muscle? No, I'm good. I trust you. That's a good story. What's his name? His name is Brandon Bear, and he said, I'm no hero. Everybody would have done it. Nah, he's a hero. And that's pretty much standard line, right, if you're a hero? Right, you say you're not. Yeah, you have to say you're not a hero. Because then that's when people go, you're a hero. Well, unless unless you're a kid, because all the kids are always like, yeah, I'm a hero. Absolutely. At what age? 21? Do you have to start going, I'm no hero? <laughs> yeah, 21. Yeah. All right, that's a good story. That is what it's all about right there. That was Tell Me Something Good. Let's go over and talk to Ronnie in Georgia. Ronnie, how are you, bud? Hey, I'm good, man. How are y'all? Good morning, studio. Morning. morning. What's going on? Oh, man, I got a question for Amy if she's available. I'm right here. Oh, uh, well, I'd run a motor grader for a living, and, uh, and I got this bird that had made a nest on the inside of my motor grader inside of one of the parts on the outside and got baby birds in it and i don't know whether i should mess with it or leave it alone when i go back and park every day the mama bird's always there waiting to feed them so i don't know if to take them off or leave them i, I just ain't all i was always told don't mess with them because the mama might not mess with them if you mess with them well i mean i would say that 
you're, you should let, leave them be. If they're in any danger, though, then I would love for you to remove them. I think that the human touching the nest thing is a myth. It is a myth, yeah. But, you know, as long if they're happy, then maybe don't mess with them. But if they're in any danger, then maybe you should relocate them. Oh, no, they're not in any, any kind of danger. I mean, they're just riding with me. Well, maybe they like <laughs> hanging out with you. That's cool. I'm I, jealous. I'd like to hang out with you, Ronnie. You sound like a good guy to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, I, I wanted to say that I listen to y'all every morning. I got one of them fortunate jobs. I can listen to the radio all morning, so I get to hear all of the show and listen to some of the podcasts afterwards. So. Well, we appreciate that, Ronnie. Good luck with those birds. Thanks for calling us. Hope you have a great day, man. All right, man. You too, bro. All right, see you later. Amy's now the bird expert. Did mm-hmm. you see what just happened here? Like, our show took – it graduated to people now calling how to not kill birds. Interesting. And Amy – Gives her expertise. I love my birds. Yeah. But you're supposed to say you're not an expert. That's what you tell me when I talk about Oh, yeah. About I am not an expert at all, but, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I might be able to offer a little help. Here's the segment I was talking about earlier. Common habits that are making us look older. Like, we're doing it, and we don't even realize it. Number one, drinking soda. Who drinks soda in here? Say I. I. Eddie, you still do? Once in a while, yeah. Yeah. Well, okay, once in a Every day? No. Okay. No, no, no way. If you drink these heavy sugar drinks, not only will it make you fatter, but it'll make you age faster too. It's accelerated cell aging. We don't see it, but it's happening in our faces Dang. and our bodies. Eating sugary foods. Excessive sugar in any form isn't great for the body, and it messes with collagen and elastin, it keep, which keep our skin plump. Drinking too much alcohol. If you drink too much, it's weird. Do you get dehydrated? Yes. yes. If, Absolutely. if you drink more, you get more dehydrated. Yes. Huh. Which causes inflammation in the skin. Not getting enough sleep. Listen, you're not getting sleep. You're going to look and feel like crap. You may be okay for a few days, but eventually it's going to catch up with you. Smoking. We don't have any smokers here. Nope. Which is good. Getting too much sun. Which I credit a lot of my youthful appearance to never seeing the sun. Oh, yeah. Is that right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Unless I have to, I ain't out there. <laughs> I have no need to go outside even on a nice day to go outside for a nice day. Uh, but the sun does that. And then stress. Research from Harvard Medical School says that chronic stress ages you even more rapidly than food or chemicals in your body. And that it's all about – and sleep is a great way. If you can sleep – it's hard, though, when you're stressed out to sleep, right? Because you're just yeah. like, oh, my goodness. But sleep also helps anxiety. There you go. And get a sleep number bed. That turned into a commercial. <laughs> no, but I'm serious. Sleep is such a big part of it. So those are the things. Those are common things that are making us look older. I feel pretty good about it. I don't drink soda. I do love cake. Any luck with the Great American Cookie Company CEO? I just want to re- tell that guy how good a job he's doing or girl or, or what. I- Whomever it is. The corporate office has not responded yet. Of course So we're have. still oh. waiting. Okay. You're on the clock. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants to talk to CEOs but me? Am I the... <laughs> right. I'm no, like, I think it... I, I like it. Hey, I think it's awesome. St- uh, Steven Russo is the CEO of Great American Cookie Company. Where does he live? It doesn't say, the but I'll, I'll tell you... Yes, he lives in the food court. <laughs> All <Eddie>. the malls. <laughs> At Sonic, who I've tried to get that CEO on as well, I was on my app. Nerds were not available to be ordered... For a Bobby Water anymore? I don't know if they took Nerds off the menu. Oh no! Yeah, I put my hands on my head. No, I was like, no. <laughs> you might need to talk to the CEO of Nerds. I know. Can we get the CEO of Nerds on? <laughs> They're not available, man. <laughs> yeah, I can work on that one as well. I feel like that's Willy Wonka. Char- <laughs> the, the, the chocolate factory—they make those. It is, yeah. <laughs> 
It is Championship Thursday here on the show as we play Amy versus Lunchbox. This is the game that will decide the championship. Come on, here we go. Yeah. All right. At one point, Amy was down four to zero as they played a five, but she has won four in a row. Could be the greatest comeback in the history. That's why game. they call me the comeback kid. Could do they? Yeah, they really? do. Yeah. Could be the biggest choke job ever if Lunchbox loses. <coughs> oh, she's already grabbing her throat. <laughs> or yeah, you just win a championship. Yeah, that's true. All right, so we, we we Googled trivia questions for men, trivia questions for women, and then we asked Amy the questions for men, Lunchbox the questions for women. Amy, are you ready? You get three questions. Ready. Let's play Amy versus Lunchbox. Dennis Rodman is a five-time NBA champion. He won two with the Detroit Pistons, but he won three with another NBA team. Mm -hmm. What team did Dennis Rodman win three NBA championships with? Chicago Bulls. Wow. He's good. Mm -hmm. I I watched the Michael Jordan documentary. Okay. Question number two. Yes. What does the odometer tell you about a car? The odometer. Ah. I don't know what you call this. I mean, is it the speedometer that's the speed? So the, uh, or is it the odometer? And I just call it the speedometer because, shoot. Okay. Speed or mileage? The odometer? I mean, it can't be speed. That's the speedometer, right? Okay. (sighs) This is so important. What does the odometer tell you about a car? The mileage. Mileage. Correct. Woo! Wow. It is the speedometer, right? Isn't it the official yes, thing? Yes, I have no yes. idea. Because then I was second guessing, like, is it even <laughs> called know, the speedometer? Me no. too. You're right. Okay, here we go. Woo! Amy, question number three. Okay. Jimmy Johnson, Richard Petty, and Jeff Gordon are famous for what? NASCAR. Correct. Dang. Three for three. Dang. Wow, 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 I should have wow, wow. said three. race car drivers because I don't if, know. That... If it would have been a different. Yeah. You would have been wrong. What was the last guy? Jimmy, no. Jeff Gordon. Yeah, is that the guy that commented on my feet? No, no, no that was Tony Stewart. That was Tony no. Stewart. No. Yeah. <laughs> that was weird. Lunchbox. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it was. <laughs> Whoa! I got three. <laughs> <laughs> just clicked, didn't it? Yeah. He can get all three and go I know, to a sudden I know, death tiebreaker. I know, I know. Lunchbox. If you decide to share your makeup tools with others, what disease do you risk? What disease do you run the risk of getting? What? What? <laughs> If you decide to share your makeup tools with others, what disease do you run the risk of getting on your face? Um, scabies. I have no idea. I, I don't even understand the question. What would you have answered? Is it a disease? I would just say bacteria. Mm-mm, pink eye. Oh. Yeah, I was going to say a sty, but... In your eye? I don't well, know if those are contagious. Which cosmetics company does the motto, because you're worth it, belong to? Uh, L'Oreal. Correct. Whoa, good job. (laughs) Nice job. That was the only one I know. Nice job. (laughs) I don't know their makeup. When hosting a formal dinner, what should be the first of all the courses? Uh, Appetizers. Incorrect. Soup was the answer. It goes soup, salad, meal, dessert. Sounds good to me. (laughs) Sounds like a good dinner. Hey. (laughs) Five wins in a row, wow, wow, and she wow. is now the wow. champion. Wow. Play that song. We've never seen a comeback like this before in the history of Amy versus Lunchbox. Amy, celebrate. What are you doing? I just, well, I feel bad for Lunchbox. We missed no, two. No, no, no. I know. I don't feel bad. I mean, well, no, I do- 
I oh. wanted you to feel good. Okay. Hey, uh, there All you right. go. Well, I know, but that's yeah. got to... I know how I'd feel if I was four ahead and then someone came back and was able to beat me. That would hurt. Oh. So I don't want to, like, rub it in his face, but they called me the comeback kid. <laughs> hey. There she is, the champion. Amy versus Lunchbox. Wow. Wow. And Abby jumped in and played two weeks and lost and got you two <laughs> negative She's, points. Yes, she, she definitely got me behind. Hey, Abby, <laughs> let me ask you a question. Do you feel better than Amy won, even though you kind of... You know, sabotage the whole thing? <laughs> no. Yes. Okay. I do a good job, Amy. Thank you. I feel terrible. No, Thank she won, back. though. It doesn't matter. It's fine. I know. There's yeah. she, Amy, you're our champion. All right. The comeback kid. So, wait. Next Riz, week. Is this is what it well, is? You're the champion. Yeah, it is what it is. But next week, we bring back Elder versus Millennial. Okay. Congratulations to what, Amy. What do I get? You just said you get a, pro- a hug. What do you want? <laughs> Experts say do not watch dramas before you go to bed. Watch funny shows. Because you're watching a drama, you get stressed out a little bit. You're like, oh boy, what's about to happen? And so you go to, you try to go to sleep and you're stressed. You don't get as good a sleep. So that's why I watch The Office every night. And I know what's happening. I don't have to go, I need to stay awake and and see how Michael Scott does. You already know. I already know. I've had a few of those shows. The Honeymooners, King of Queens, Friends. (laughs) Honeymooners. The Office. Those have been pretty much my four shows throughout my life that I watch before bed. The Here's Amy's pile of stories. So there's now an app called New New that lets you charge people to make choices for you. Or they can even pay you to make a decision for them. Either way you want to spin it. But I feel like this is amazing. You can put up whatever you want, like from what you should eat for lunch or who you should go on a date with or whatever you need advice on, whatever gets the most votes, that's what you can go with. (laughs) So if you're like, I'm thinking about lunch, I'm either going to go to Sonic or (laughs) Chick-fil-A. You put it up and the most votes. Yeah. You have to do it. And you can charge people. Like people will pay to help make your decisions for you. I mean, and I think it can be big life stuff, which... I would love for someone to make some decisions for me. That's what I tell when I'm in therapy. I'm like, can you just make this decision for me? And she's always like, unfortunately, I cannot. Ray, why don't you get on this? You're hustling cameo. Uh, sure. I mean, I, that sounds like an awesome app. Do I pay? But I guess I, it, I don't it, understand it, the pay thing. It can go either way. People but- pay. If you're the one doing the decisions, people can pay to make your decisions for you. Yeah! Yes, it says here in bold, it is also a way for influencers to monetize what they do. You can charge for specific things or silly things, Ray, but yeah. But you have to actually do it. It's basically you ha- choose your own adventure and they do it for you. I you like have that. to offer some good adventures. Then that's what I'm going to do. Like, should I jump into the pile of acid or eat a cookie? It has to be <laughs> like that. Except for then you have to commit to jumping in the acid if that's what they that's right. for. That's right. But you'll I, make the money. I know. I'm down with that. Should I stay on the Bobby Bone Show or should I sleep in today? Boom. You people vote. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see if you can figure out how to get on that app. I would uh, pay to be a part of that. It's called Nunu. And there's cool things like a, a writer might charge $20 to name a character after you in their next short story. And then you can pay it and be in a story. Well, that sounds like you're just paying somebody to do work. <laughs> okay. See what you can find out. All right, what's next? Okay, so I want to see what you think about this dad's cell phone rules because he completely embarrassed his teen daughter when she had a friend spend the night. So in their household, which I think this is very normal. I don't think it's anything weird, but his kids are 17, 15, and 8. And for those that have phones in the home, they may not be in their bedroom alone with the phones or the bathroom or anything like that. And when it comes time for bedtime, they turn the phones into the parents and the parents charge it in their room and then they get it back the next day. Well, a teenager was spending the night and they were like, hey, this is the cell phone rules. So if you have a phone, you have to hand it over to us at the the end of the night because we can't just have phones in the room. 
alone. If it's the house rule, it's the house rule. Boom. Yeah, right. well, the one kid didn't. The The parents called the kid's parents and said, these are our rules. And those parents were like, okay, cool. She'll, she'll have to abide by them. But when it came down to it, she didn't want to give up her phone. So she called her parents to come pick her up. That I also get. But the house rule is the house rule. But then the dad just didn't know how. Because, like, his daughter's obviously embarrassed because now at school, it's like, can't even spend the night over there because it takes up the phone. Well, you can, but you have to give up your phone. Right. I'm okay with that. Yeah. yeah. It, it, everybody's roles are different for for different reasons. And since we're talking about cell phones, I did read a headline, too, that more and more people are kind of getting rid of their smartphone and getting a, a phone where it's less addictive, where they can literally just make the phone calls. Yeah, not me. But I'm like, well, <laughs> how, how do you do all the other things? Exactly. <laughs> I need to have the stuff that I'm addicted to. Yes, and? And lastly, uh, George Strait is related to Jeff Bezos. How? Well, but it's like ninety uh, second cousin. No, uh, uh-uh. it's like it's like second cousins. Or Bubba Strait and Jeff Bezos are like second cousins or something. Which Bubba's George's son. I wonder if George can be like, hey Jeff, uh, man, I hate to bother you. I know it's family, right? Can I get a couple <laughs> billion? <laughs> that was Amy's pile of stories. It's time for the good news with Amy. Tell me something good. All right, I think I have son of the year here, but I'll see how it compares to like Lunchbox or something. What'd you get your mother for Mother's Day? My mom, I gave her a phone call and said, happy Mother's Day. Okay, yeah. this guy I have here, he definitely wins. His name is Rick Catalonga, and he donated part of his liver to his mom for Mother's Day. Oh. <laughs> well, the real story is if she didn't need it and he gave it to her. <laughs> Otherwise, that's what you do is it's your, your son. Okay, yeah. So his mom had been living with liver disease for about a decade, and it's progressed. And doctors were like, hey, we can move you up on the transplant list if you, you know, have somebody in mind and her son got checked out he's a match he's 44 years old he's a father of you know two and his mom was like i i i really need you to stay healthy for your family and he's like you know what mom i want you to be around for my family as well Ooh, got her with that so one. doctors removed 70 percent of his healthy liver wow you can take that much huh? i guess this is gonna rejuvenate oh uh, his regenerate it, it grows oh. back in two weeks <laughs> that's right regenerate regenerate oh, that's probably what my skincare does for my face rejuvenate it goes back in two weeks two All weeks that's the, it. The, the healthy person, two oh, weeks. Okay, well, so the surgery was successful and both are doing well. Boom. Eddie, what'd you get your mom for Mother's Day? A uh, phone call just like Lunchbox. Okay, Yay. I just want to make sure that we... But I would have gotten her a liver if she needed one. Y'all True. Need to step yeah. up your game. Uh, a phone call. Morgan, what'd you get your mom? Oh, definitely a lot of clothes. I think we See? got her like a massage. There you know. we go. What? She, she also said we, so chip Me and my sister, yeah. Depending on where you are in life, I think like if... A phone call or a card is all you can do, then that absolutely is fine. But these two guys, they can do more than that. Yeah. What, what do you mean? I'm. She is a thousand miles away. Okay, you can get her a gift card. Facial if I don't see her in person, a the gift, gift card. don't Some count. Books. She loves to read. Yeah, I mean, I gave her a book for Christmas. Okay. Oh, nice. Yeah, but she never read it. <laughs> what did you give her? What book? <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, the Michelle Obama book. She didn't want to read that? Becoming Michelle. My dad read it, so it's really good. But she didn't want to read it? I it, guess not. It is good. Yeah. I, yeah. So, I mean, I'm not going to get her another book. She hadn't read the last the one. The last time you So, when she something. finishes, you go, tell me, I'll get you another one when you're done with that one. <laughs> you're like, you can't leave the table until you get all the food off your plate. Basically, yeah. Why would you get her another book? She ain't read the first one. All right, there you go. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. We have 90 seconds to figure out Amy's morning corny. It is called the investigative corny. Me, Eddie, lunchbox. A minute and 30 seconds. Amy, are you ready to ask that joke? Ready. 90 seconds starts at the end of the joke. Go ahead. 
The Morning Corny. What makes a joke about the post office funny? What makes a joke about the post office funny? You go. Postage. Delivered. Stamp. Oh. Delivered stamp. Mailed. Stamp. What makes a joke about the post office funny? Envelope. It pushes Delivered. the envelope? Oh! Delivered on time. It, cause I, it, I mean, it could be something with delivered, like it's delivery. Ooh, when you tell a joke, isn't it about the de- about the delivery? Oh, that's right. So that's good too. So push the envelope. The delivery is always good. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, something like that. I think it's got to be delivery. I think pushing the envelopes. Okay, so what's the joke again? It's what makes a joke about the post office funny. The delivery. It's got to be the delivery. How I think it's you got delivered. It. No, it's just the delivery. You said it right the okay, first time. It's the delivery. I mean, I that's like it. Be it. I think that's it. The del- we're going to go with the delivery. Come on. Okay, let's see. The Morning Corny. So what makes a joke about the post office funny? What makes a joke about the post office funny? The delivery. Hey! Hey! Nice job, Eddie. All right. Now that's a team effort, guys. And that's why together we say clear eyes, full hearts, can't lose. Let's go over to the phones, and let's talk to Trevor, who is in Wisconsin. Trevor, what's going on, buddy? Hey, so I've been disagreeing with my wife the last couple days. See, I believe that every household is divided into departments. Each department has a manager, and that manager is either myself or my wife. Now, my wife thinks that every responsibility in the house is equally divided amongst both of us. So, for instance, hey, the Internet's out, and I know that's my department. So I'm going to get up, I'm going to fix the Internet. She wants to hang some new decorations, and then I think that's her department. (laughs) What do you think? Yeah, I, I, I tend to agree with you. You do? Yeah. At least in our house. That, that way, everybody knows what they should be an expert in, and you know what you're over in case it breaks or a decision has to be made. Meaning, yeah, if something is messed up in the yard, I have to handle it. If not fix it, call somebody to get it fixed. Mostly it's outside-inside for us, except for electronics, and I handle that as well. But... Caitlin pretty much is over the inside of the house. I'm outside, aside from the internet going out, and we've just settled on that. We've never had the discussion. It just naturally fell yeah. into place. If Yeah, this guy sounds like he has a flow chart, but, but I, I can, which is fine. I if like that's it. what they need. You don't? No, I, I like it. I think that, you know, you often hear relationships are, are 50-50, but in that, you're 100% responsible for your half, and it's so basically a representative democracy more than it is a full democracy. Meaning, you represent <laughs> half the things; she represents half the things, but you're also over them. Mm-hmm. You're each one hundred percent responsible yeah. for your things. You guys have run like a company. This is crazy. Yeah. What your house is just everybody free fall? Yeah, free-fall? I mean, you need help with this. I'll do that tonight. You do it tomorrow. Whatever. Like my my things. Like the, the big one's the trash. On Thursdays, I take out the trash. But there are some days, some weeks, I forget. And she's like, don't worry about it. I got it this time. And it's not like we decided I'm going to do the trash. So we just kind of cover each other if we need to. Occasionally, I get covered for. But I know for the most part, I'm handling the dogs. Right. Especially in the evening. She'll feed them in the morning if I have to jump out quick. And she'll cover me. Um, But in the evening, I'm feeding the dogs. I'm letting Eller out in the morning. I'm, you know. But I agree with you, Trevor. Lunchbox? 
Oh, I'm with you guys. It's you have your set roles and you're in charge of it. I'm in charge of the trash. My wife's in charge of the cooking. And then we fight over who's in charge of the dishes. But yes, she does the dishwasher. She puts the dishes away. That's not my responsibility. So you are 100% in charge of your responsibility. Yeah, Trevor, we tend to, as a show, agree with you. How do you feel about that? Well, of course I like it when the show agrees with me. Nice. <laughs> yeah, thank you so much. But, no, I think it's important to note, too, that we're both managing partners. Right? So we can right. always request help. Yes, and you both have your responsibilities that you use your expertise in. Managing partners. I like the way he says it, though. (laughs) Yeah. All right, Trevor, we appreciate you, but thank you for bringing that up. Hey, thanks, Bobby. Thanks, you. See you later. All right, it's time to play the Bobby Feud. It's basically the family feud, the game show, except I'm hosting and picking the categories. Here we go. Uh, Eddie, you won last round. All right, cool. Then you'll also start. They asked 2,000 Americans... Who is the most famous Mike or Michael in the world? 2,000 Americans, the most famous Mike or Michael. And if you get the number one answer, that's worth one point. If you get the number 10 answer, it's worth 10 points. All the way down, person with the most points wins. Eddie. Yeah. Who's the most famous Mike or Michael in the world? I'm going to go with the most, most, most famous Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. Show me Michael Jackson. (laughs) Number one answer. I'm going to go with someone that just popped out recently, did commercials for Mike's Hard Lemonade. Give me Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson. <clears throat> All right. Here you go. <laughs> Number three. Okay, let's go. Now I'm going to go with a fictional Michael. Uh, a little older. He had a lot of kids, him and his wife. Give me Mike Brady. Mike Brady. Show what? me Mike Brady. <laughs> oh, out of 10, that's where you... All, that's, where, out. That, that's where my old mind went. Mike Brady. Okay, well, Eddie got three, uh, four points total. Amy, you're up. Oh, okay. Michael Jordan? Yeah, I mean. Show me Michael Jordan. <laughs> I forgot about him. Yeah. Number two answer. <laughs> wow. Most, <laughs> I mean, I'm like, Eddie, what are you doing? <laughs> huh, okay. Most famous Mike or Michael oh, in the man. world. We have Michael Jackson, Michael Jordan, and Mike Tyson off the board. Amy? Hey, yikes. It's hard. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like, who do you choose? Um, how many seconds do I have? <laughs> Enough. <laughs> um, mm, is it, ha- okay, I'll just, um, can I, Mike Jones? <laughs> what? Houston rapper Mike hey, Jones. Hey, I like it, Mike Jones. Show me Mike Jones. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm hey, sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> See, Mike Brady. Eddie? See, it's hard, guys. I take back insulting you. <laughs> Thank you. What? She said Mike, Mike Jones. Mike Jones know, is, better is better than Michael Mike Brady. Brady. No, Mike Brady yeah, is better than Mike on. Jones. Oh, yeah, uh, Lunchbox, right. go ahead. Man, I don't have a single one. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I, the only one I have, and I, this, I don't even know if he's famous, but he has computers, Michael Dell. Oh, good that's one. Good. Michael Dell. Show me Michael Dell. I mean, I, that's the only Mike I got. There are still seven answers on the board here. <laughs> are you sure? There's seven. Who's the most famous Mike or Michael in the world? Oh my god. If we go all around this round and nobody gets it, we're at speed round. <laughs> this is a stretch, Bones, but I'm gonna go with Michael Bloomberg. Is he a real guy? <laughs> right? Is he a real oh, guy? I don't know who that guy is. Is he a guy? Show a me head. Michael Bloomberg! Oh boy. He is a real guy, but okay. did not make the list. Amy? Michael Buble? Oh, that's fantastic. Show me Michael Buble. <laughs> that's good. good. job, Amy. Number eight. I would have never got that. Michael Buble. Okay. Amy, a Mike or a Michael? Go ahead. 
A Mike or a Michael? Mike. Mike. Mikey. <laughs> Mikey? Does Mikey count? Do we? Does Mikey count? Because there's that life serial kid, Mikey. Mikey. Is that your answer? Mikey, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, Mikey ready? likes it. Sorry, I did not make it. Lunchbox. <laughs> okay. Oh, man, guys, Michael. Michael. Tough. Mike. 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 Michael. I mean, geez, this is tough. Um, Michael Sarah. He's an actor. I Show think. me Michael Sarah. Oh, Eddie, if you miss this, we go speed round. No, no, no. I think I got it. Go Another ahead. fictional character oh, bones. God. Give me Michael Scott. Oh, yeah. Or from The Office. Yes. Show me Michael Scott. Oh, oh boo. Right, well, then I'm done. Okay. I got nothing. I have one. All right, you guys have five seconds each. Regardless, <laughs> it ends on this round. Okay. Amy. Michael W. Smith. Show Ooh. me Christian singer Michael W. Smith. <laughs> okay. Plus okay. five speed round. Yeah, that's easy. Micah Angelo. <laughs> oh, Michelangelo. Yeah, Michelangelo. That's his name, That's isn't it? not bad. Michelangelo. Show me Michael. Oh. I mean, I don't Angelo. Know. I don't know another Mike, dude. Ed, Eddie. Bones, I'm going to go with John Michael Montgomery. I got nothing else. Show me John Michael Montgomery. No, well. Okay, wait. No, it's over. Wait. Game's over. Amy, okay. you won. I did? Amy with 10 points. Eddie with four. <laughs> I didn't get it. Lunchbox one. Lunchbox with zero. Here, here they are. Let's count them down. Michael Jackson at one. Mm. Michael Jordan at two. Mike Tyson at three. Michael B. Jordan. Oh, yeah. The actor at four. At number five, the most decorated Olympian of all time. Michael Michael Phelps. Phelps. Oh, I didn't even think of him. That's tough. I just read about him. At number six, actor on Family Ties. Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton. No, Michael J. Fox. So off on that one. Michael J. Fox. At number seven, Wayne Garth. Michael. Mike Myers. Austin Powers. Yeah. Mike Myers. At number eight, him. Michael Buble. At number nine, he hosts Good Morning America and was also uh, played for the Giants. Oh, Michael Strahan. Michael Strahan. Oh. And at number him. 10, he was just vice president. Michael Mike Pence. 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 Mike Mike Pence. God. I, I'm surprised you guys struggled on that one. Yeah, we I thought that would be an easy one. I, I, just don't, so I don't think we ever really quite got on. You didn't get in the groove? Nah. The nah. Just tell you get in the groove? Nah. Yeah, yeah. Something was Amy off. is our winner. Nice job, Amy. You in the bottom few. There she is. Just dominate. Today's your day. Thanks. Dang. It's time for the good news. With producer Eddie. Tell me something good. There's an eight-year-old boy in Virginia. His name is Zohib Beg, and he calls himself the chief kindness officer, like CEO, but CKO, because he helps people. He likes to be kind. Last year, he helped... 6,000 frontline workers to get protective gear. He got people involved, other companies, and he gave them all that. Well, this year, he was driving around D.C. with his family, and he saw all the homeless people. He said, no, 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 I got to do something about this. He teamed up with Chick-fil-A, Bomba Socks, and Trader Joe's. He's hooked up 1,000 homeless people with food, uh, toiletry items, and things like that. And he says, I'm not stopping here. I'm going to keep doing this. This kid. He's eight? He's eight years old. This kid is going to be rich. I'm telling you. That's what you get from that whole story, that he's going to be rich. Successful in whatever he does, he's going to be so successful. One, he knows how to organize this stuff. And two, he's kind. This kid's going to be awesome. I didn't take he's going to be rich. For you don't yeah, think I feel so? Like he's, I think he's, he's going to have a lifetime of he's helping others. Philanthropic. Oh. Oh. Like, oh. You have 
Seven-year-olds. I have 13-year-old, seven-year-old, six-year-old, yeah. When you hear a story about an eight-year-old doing this, I just wonder how you look at your same-aged kids. I struggle with this because I come in here and I read these cool stories of these eight-year-olds doing stuff like that, and not once do my kids have an idea like this, like ever. And I even try to like do things. I carry water bottles in my car, and so when I see homeless people, I'm like, hey, man, grab a water bottle in the back. And they're right there, and they're on their phone or their iPads playing around. I'm like, do you see what I just did, kids? Isn't that cool? <laughs> and they never sticks. So I don't know. Do you blame you? No, I'm telling you, I'm trying to be the role model. Do you do it all the time, or is it like? All the time. All, all the time. I have I have a bag of candies right there that sits in my uh, passenger seat. If I see a homeless person, hey, man, you like you like some candies? Here you go. Throw oh. a couple boxes. So why don't Good. you say, what, like, if you have this. We turn into hating on Eddie here. <laughs> yeah, no. We're not. I just I, wonder. No, I think it's great, but he could. Maybe you take it up the next level if you want to get your kids involved. And if you pull up to a homeless person and you have something to give him, like, make your kids get off their tablet or whatever and roll down the window and they hand the water bottle to them. Not a bad They idea. have the interaction and they say, hey, have a great day. Not a bad idea. Yeah. Just a we didn't mean to turn this against no, no, Eddie. No, no, no. I just wondered how your kid, uh, you looked at your kids around the same age and they don't do stuff. Like I didn't that. take it like that. I'm just saying that I would love to see one of my kids do something like this one of these days, but it's just not happening right now. Wow, uh, kid, you're doing great work. Eight years old. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. On the phone is Jennifer in Idaho. Hey, Jennifer, what's happening? Hey, I just wanted to call and give you guys a pretty incredible story. Okay, we love it. What's up? So my nephew, two weekends ago, he's two years old, he nearly drowned. Uh, we live out on a farm and he just happened to be outside and wandered off while my sister was feeding her younger kid. She found him in the pond. She started CPR. My mother also helped and I helped. And EMS took him and he was transferred out life flight. They told us for three days he was not going to survive or he was going to have severe brain damage because of how rough of shape he was in. We spread the word. We got prayer out. We had prayer going across the United States, people in Africa, some in the Philippines. And on day four, he was discharged home with no deficits, absolutely 100%. Wow. All the way back? All the way back. He's completely the same kid he was that morning. They're calling him the Mother's Day Miracle. First of all, we're super thrilled to hear that, that he's going to be okay. I can imagine that you guys have been through a heck of a few days here waiting to see what was going on. Yeah, yeah, it was it was a rough few days. He was um, intubated and put on a cooling blanket to try and save um, his brain tissue, and he fought sedation. They had him at almost an adult dose of sedation, and he fought it. And he woke up, asked for chocolate, and wanted his mama snuggles. And uh, no deficits, none at all. Well, and they told us for three days he was not going to make it. That is amazing. He, that kid beat the odds. Probably going to do some special stuff when he gets older. Well, that is, that's fantastic, and thank you for sharing with us. And, and let his mom know that, that we are very grateful to hear that story, too. Thanks. Ray, can you play that? Tell me something good. That's fantastic. Great news. All right, let's go over and do the news that probably won't be as good as that. (laughs) Bobby's Big Stories. Another day, another UFO story. This guy named George claims his drone was struck by a large flying object on the Gold Coast in January of last year. He says that something flew up out of some water and then, boom, hits his drone. The UFO only appears in two frames of the drone footage. Maybe people say it was a bird. 
But here's the thing. If these are UFOs, why do we think they're going to be so slow we can catch them in our capturing devices? They could be so fast we don't see them. <laughs> We're just comparing every UFO story to what we live in, what yeah, we've yeah. created. Mm-hmm. They can move faster than we can record. I know. It's interesting you're saying that because I was just thinking in my head, oh, wow, they're waterproof. <laughs> but yeah, why wouldn't they <laughs> why be? Why wouldn't they be? Right. I know. Another UFO mm, story. Interesting. Another story. An alligator reportedly chased several people through a Wendy's parking lot in Florida. It took the combined efforts of the local sheriff's department and fire department to wrestle the animal and remove it from the area. No one was injured. And the gator was relocated to a farm in LaBelle, Florida. Alligators running after folks. How about that? Trying to get his <laughs> frosty and prize. <laughs> and finally, a small plane with a single pilot had to land on a highway in Arizona. Man, you know that guy's butt was puckered uh-huh. hard. Not only just landing in the right spot, because a road's much thinner than a runway. Sure. But also not landing on a car or having a car crash into you. Yeah. Like you're hoping people are seeing you at the same time. From Phoenix, a pilot safely made an emergency landing on a Mesa freeway during a commuter rush hour traffic on Tuesday morning. I mean, and it shows him. I mean, they gave him a bunch of crap because he landed in the carpool lane and he was by himself. Okay, guys. (laughs) (laughs) He didn't have have a passenger. Come on. But the Arizona Department of Transportation said the plane, which had taken off from nearby Falcon Field Airport, was landed, down, safe. Everybody's good. But you know he's like, what is happening? I see my friends that are wanting to be pilots now, like training. I have a friend named Lucy Silvis, and she's friends, or she's uh, the wife of John Osborne from Brothers Osborne, and she's now training to be a pilot. Wow. And she's as capable as anybody I know. But I only want to be up there with people who have like fought in war. I want to be up there with people who have like had to do dog fights, and that's it. <laughs> I want to be. That's to me. It just feels like if something goes wrong, I need you to be. You've already been through some crap, right? To where new crap doesn't shake you. I think it's cool she's wanting to learn how to fly, Me though. too. I love to watch it from afar. Yeah. It's like Dirks. Dirks is like, <laughs> Dirks is shooting comedy videos. Dirks Bentley with his daughter. His daughter's up kind of flying, and he's acting like he's falling asleep up in the plane. <laughs> it's on his oh. Instagram. He's like, huh? Huh? And his daughter's like holding the wheel flying. And I'm Funny. like, I'm sure that's safe. But if I see that crap happening, I'm out. You know pilots are doing that on our Southwest flights. <laughs> They're falling asleep. <laughs> Listen, there was a story about the pilots falling asleep and overshooting it by an hour. They just kept sleeping. Oh, no. Oh, they had to turn around and come. Like That's commercial pilot. You have to remember, pilots, doctors, put it in whatever profession you think is uh, well above. Rocket They're scientists. Hu- They're human beings, just too. Like us. Mm-hmm. They put on one leg at a time. And they but... mess up, too. And that's what, stu- that's what sucks. Well, my pilot have won a war. And my doctors <laughs> never have to mess up. Those were Bobby's Big Stories. Okay, I asked Mike why you called a psychic during the break. Because I was like, what's the bit? This was the, the originally going to be the bit. Mike D wanted Lunchbox to call a psychic, get a reading, not like it, and then call back and ask for a refund. Oh. Okay. Like, that was going to be oh. the prank call. Okay. So, that was originally the bit. But Lunchbox is all butthurt today because of what she told you? Oh, man. Like, I don't know. I didn't ask for this information, but she just starts telling me stuff, and then she tells me something, and I'm like, no, 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 no. Like, explain more about that. So, ah, ah, ah. we used a company credit card. The original bit was to call and then call back and get a refund, but apparently it didn't go as Lunchbox planned. In the- <laughs> So this is about a, a minute and a half call? Yep. Okay, let's hear Lunchbox go uh. through with the psychic and find out something he doesn't want to hear. Go ahead. Hello, Crystal. 
I'm going to do a reading for you. So are you excited? Yeah, I'm pumped. Let's do it. All right. So, well, um, I can tell by your voice that you have the energy of a guy that comes up kind of tough, but you really seem kind of sensitive. Okay. Does that seem true? I would say I'm pretty tough. Okay. All right. And also, too, I'm seeing that someone is trying to communicate with you, but I doesn't feel like it's a person. So does that sound maybe like maybe you've had a pet that's passed away recently or maybe in the last couple of years? Uh, yeah, a couple of years ago I had a dog die. Okay, well, that makes sense. All right. Okay, so um, I do kind of know how much time you have left. Like on the phone call? No, like, um, you know, how much time you have left. Oh, like how much time do I have left? Well, um... I would say uh, don't make any plans for 2023 and uh, spend lots of time with your wife and kids. And and don't play the lottery because you play the lottery, right? And you never win. Yeah, I do play the lottery quite a bit. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And you don't win. No, I do not you win. Should, you should stop playing. What do you mean? Like 2023, I should stop playing the lottery? No, it's. You know, you should just spend a lot of time with your kids and wife. Like, wait, wait, stuff. you're saying I'm going to die in 2023? <laughs> it's a possibility. And um, I actually have to go now because I have another client. So it was really good to meet you and um, have a great day. Bye. Wow. The psychic told Lunchbox he was going to die in two she, years. Yes, that's what she told me. Can she they tells, do that? Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying, Eddie. Can they really do that? Can oh. they tell you when they're going to die? Like, this lady's like, oh, you know, yeah, your time's up in 2023. Okay, have a good day. Like, no, no, no. You're How okay, do you Bobby? have a good day after that's that? That's weird. That's weird. It makes me feel weird. Yeah, that was hard. She was off. Like, she delivered that, and then she's like, okay, I, gotta I have go. to go. But was there, like, was there a little editing in that? Did you guys sh- shorten that for time a little bit? Yeah, that was, final like, part? That was like an eight-minute call. Yeah. Oh, okay. So okay. there, there so was the whole warm-up. you're going to die. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Okay, like, okay. Wow. There was the warm-up process. <laughs> uh-huh. and, yeah, yeah. Okay. Like, yeah. But how do you tell me that, no, no, I'm not calling you to tell me when I'm going to die. Like, what what in the world? So now all I can think about is I'm going to die in two years. It's over. <sighs> Did she say how? <laughs> no, she couldn't. That wasn't exactly clear. Just something happens. Oh, really? Okay, here's what I say we do. Let's relax. Call another, find another psychic to call that isn't Amy's cousin because she'd be listening to the show. Or Find another psychic to call and ask that question and see if those stories mm-hmm. match. They're the same. If she goes, hey, you have another 20 years or so. But no, no, no. But what if they tell me, oh, yeah, you got two ears? Well, then you got to get, oh get busy living. Get busy living, yeah. You went skydiving. I went rocking oh. mountain climbing. You got to find a bull named Fu Manchu. Yeah, that quick. Seconds. But that's what I would say, dude. Just to see, because probably this, this person's full of crap. Okay. Probably, right? I would think this person's full of crap. I would call another, find another random psychic to call and see if the stories match. Without you, don't tell them. Ask stuff like, hey, am I ever going to win the lottery? Hey, I got some kids. How are they going to do? Like a second opinion Basically, from a doctor. You would, yeah. Oh, man. Tomorrow or maybe Monday or Tuesday, we'll get that second call on. Okay? Uh, yeah. Okay. We all, all right. good? Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. I don't know what you mean by good, but yeah. On the phone right now is Melinda in Colorado. Melinda, how are you? Good. How are you guys doing? Doing real good. What do you want to talk about? I heard your stat about the Pokemon cards, and um, those are kind of... They've been known to be worth some, and of course, they're just growing in value. But I have an original Furby, 
still in its box. And how much did you buy it for and how much is it worth? When we bought it, I think I was like 10 and my dad threw up bit about the $50 it cost. And he was like, there's no way. Mm -mm, I'm not buying you one. But then when he thought about it, he goes, well, this is kind of the first of its kind. And I'm 10. I'm like, whatever. Are you going to buy it for me or not? Like, I don't care what this, what you think of it. It's a toy. And he goes, but it's cool. And I've never seen anything like it. So if I buy you one, I will buy you a second one that you cannot take out of the box. My dad told me that straight up. I'm like, I don't care. I got one. Sure. Okay. It's crazy. I played with it until it died. And I just moved. I was packing up all my stuff, and I found it still in its box, like mint condition. And I was curious. I Googled it real quick, and I found some going for $5,000 on eBay. That's like 100 times what my dad paid for it. Wow. So in the box, mint condition, they're going for five grand. Yeah, it's a, one of the tiger ones. I, I guess they matter which one it is, but it's the tiger one. Are you going to sell it? I don't know. I'm afraid that if I don't now when it's worth more than I bought it for or my dad did, that I'm it's going to turn around and be like, Oh, what was that? No one cares. I don't know. Do I hold on to it longer and it'll only get better? Nope. I'd sell it right now. <laughs> sell it. That's what I would do. If you could get four or five grand for it, I would sell it right now today and then be like, hey, Bops, appreciate that. Is your dad still alive? Is he still around? Oh, yeah. And I told about it. I told, it's the biggest I told you so he's had for me for like the last two months. I hear about it all the time now. Yeah, I would definitely sell it. And, you know, Mike D has all these Pokemon cards and I was like, hey, let me buy in for half. And he was like, nope. And so we're going to get them valued. He wouldn't. A listener said, what about $1,000 for half? And Mike D said, no. He said he will not do it. But Mike D's having kind of a financial issue here with the IRS. Yes. Have you guys heard about this? No. So maybe you need a little money. What happened? Well, I paid my taxes. And and you had to pay because a lot of your work's independent. yeah, Yeah. So I had to pay. And then I got a second charge and they charged me the exact same amount twice. It was it the exact same charge? Like they, the IRS accidentally charged you the same thing? They did. About three weeks after I paid it initially, another charge came through for the exact same amount. So what do you do? I called them. I was like, hey, I got charged twice. They looked it up. They're like, yeah, that was a mistake. Your money may come back in like the next month or so, but I've been checking every single week. Nothing yet. And how much did you pay? Uh, over $1,000. Well, it sounds like 1000 bucks would be good right about Ooh. now. I'm just saying. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. <laughs> No? No, I'm good. Okay. <laughs> We're waiting to see how much these things are worth with Mike D. Um, thank you, Melinda. Good luck with that. If you do decide to sell it, let us know how much it goes for, okay? Okay, I will. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Phoenix, Arizona. A couple ran into a convenience store, left their truck running in the parking lot. Come out, truck is gone. They got to have their truck back. Hey, what should we do? Let's call the cops. They call the cops and say, hey, there's an 18-month-old kid in the back seat. Oh, man. So they searched for hours. There wasn't, right? And there was no baby in the back seat. Oh. They, but they found the truck. Hey, then they won. <laughs> they wanted it back quick. <laughs> Their plan worked. And they got it. So they got the truck back, but I'm assuming, then what happens to them? Then they get arrested for filing a false police report. Yeah, that whole, hey, there's a kid missing, too, escalates it quickly. Mm-hmm. But, but, I mean, it got the cops working fast, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, but you can't. <laughs> no, I, I know why they did it. Like, I'm not confused as why. The, but, man, you, and you both, not one of them went, that's a, that's a bad decision, Mike. <laughs> like, don't do it, honey. Yeah, that stinks. All right. I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. Hope you guys have a great day. Amy, what's going on with you? 
Uh, I've my I've got I think my in-laws leave today, so I'll be hanging out with them and then taking them to the airport. And then my daughter has like theater practice super late tonight because their play starts tomorrow. So they practice tonight till like 8 p.m. Oh, nice. Yeah. What about you? Mentoring the final three, American Idol. Final right. episodes on Sunday, but today's the day I work with them. Cool. Make sure the songs are good so they have a couple days to still practice. So we'll be doing that and uh, that's it. You guys have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow on tomorrow's show. Jordan Davis will be on. Matt Ramsey from Old Dominion. He fell and punctured along, but he's still going to be talking with us. Tomorrow I'll be good. We'll see you guys then. Bye, everybody. 